Previously on that Cthulhu John. I think I might actually check out the Fireside Tavern. As you head inside, there's a very large fella behind the bar. The guy looks like he's dressed to be comfortable more than anything. No offense, but what's a fancier looking fella like yourself doing here at the Fireside? friend of mine went missing and the stress is getting to me and one of the pictures is a person behind the bar and you see a, it happens to be a picture of heather she's leaning over the bar and talking to your neighbor lenny too okay so i um go to the police station i was just here to see if detective thompson was here um see if he has any more information on my aunt nothing new has turned up since yesterday did you happen to find the that statue well, we have, don't have any sort of leads on statue. You can tell that he's either not telling the whole truth or possibly just straight up lying to you. Early in the morning there, Walter, you get, do get a call from Detective Thompson. Anything else that you could, that has popped into your head that could possibly give us any sort of lead or direction into uh, the disappearance of Ms. Thiebly? Since the first time we had spoken, I had visited an art gallery. Apparently they have a... Uh a piece by the same artist. If she actually had one of these artworks that we may be leaning towards, that it could have been a robbery of some sort that went awry. I've been offered a spot at the auction this Friday. If anything seems weird, funny, off, definitely give me a call. Don't forget, Friday, we got you off the schedule already. So you can make the special delivery. You head on down to the Fireside Tavern. I actually have a question for you. I know you have really good friends, you know anyone who can find out more for me? All of a sudden, she started talking about this statue. I'm going on a date with this guy. Who's this guy? I can go uh, ask him a thing or two, see what he knows. Maybe knock him around a little. This guy, Walter, and I pull out his card. You recognize the name right away as your neighbor, Walter Q. Pendergrass? This motherfucker. <laughs> Hello, and thanks for joining us for That Cthulhu John, episode four. We are a real play Call of Cthulhu podcast. I am George, your keeper of arcane lore, and with me are my friends and investigators, Chad. Good evening. Chuck. Yeah, what's going on? And Jenny. Hi. All right, guys, so when we last left off, uh, it looks like uh, Heather and Lenny realized that they both know Walter small world small city really and uh it was just revealed that uh heather thinks that walter had something to do with the uh, disappearance of her aunt millie she just handed lenny the business card of walter at the bar and uh how does lenny respond to this so i'm looking at the card um yeah i know this guy uh Shouldn't be too hard to find, uh, I think. Um, I'll see what he, what he knows. Uh, maybe have a look around his house. Uh, see if uh, there's anything that points to your Aunt Millie. Uh, you know what she looked like or uh, anything about that statue? 
Uh, she, you know, she's just like a shorter, she's in her 60s, brown hair. I know the statue looked like an old man swallowing his own head. Excuse me. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, I mean, that's just what she told me. I don't know. I don't know a lot about art. Yeah, you know, I never understood it myself. Yeah, I don't get it. Give me a good Norman Rockwell. Um, yeah, maybe uh maybe I'll have a shot and head on over his place now. Um I'll see you soon. Thanks so much, Lenny. Okay, so that evening, uh, you leave the bar, uh, you tipsy, or? Um, I think he was in the process of tying one on. He probably had three rapid fire, um, and maybe part of one beer. But uh, do I put two and two together with um, what Tommy Slick said um, about his ordeal the other night? Um, <gasps> oh, yeah. His job. He mentioned a lot of the same things, such as an old lady um, and uh, a weird fucking statue. He did mention those things. Uh, if you put it together, uh, let's see. Let's see if Lenny does. Let's get an intelligence roll out of Lenny. Ooh, this is my best one. Don't fuck it up. Yes. <laughs> I didn't fuck it up. Seventy-three out of eighty. You put two and two yes. together, you think Tommy might have actually had something to do with uh, her aunt's disappearance. Uh, in fact, he, him and, uh, what was the other guy's name? Little Nicky might have uh, killed her. Yeah, um, I, maybe. I don't know what uh, they might have done with her, but um, I do recall something about unloading on her, which I'm not sure exactly what that could mean. Right. Um, <laughs> Since they're both dead now, that makes it hard to answer questions. But I'm I'm kind of curious about this. Um, well, I guess I know the whereabouts of the statue, so I guess I wouldn't really suspect my neighbor at all. Probably not. Um, but I find it odd that he's tied up in it. Hmm. I'm gonna go to bed early, and I think I have some stuff I got to take care of tomorrow. Tomorrow's Thursday, right? Tomorrow's Thursday. Okay. Um, I might have to see if I can move that delivery up a little bit. Now that I know it's tied to this, um, I don't want to get caught with my pants down. Just showing up on time, you know? <laughs> Just showing up on time? Yeah. I can't. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. So what do you do after you leave the bar then? Uh, start freaking out a little bit, um, walk home, and think about how I'm gonna get out of this one without getting caught, given that now I'm involved. I see. Yeah. Alright. So, go home, try to figure this one out, uh, overnight. Do you visit Walter, or do you just kind of blow that <sighs> off? I'm not too sure what to do with him just yet. Um, no, I think I just look at, up at his house as I walk by, look for his car, but head to mine. All right. Uh, you look up, you, you, Walter, you're, you're there tonight, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't think there'd be any reason to stay at the bookshop. Yeah. Okay. So you, you are at home, so you do see his car out front, his little Pinto. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd imagine it's dark, right? Lights are on and all. 
It's dark. Uh, the you live on one of those narrow streets, so you don't have like actual street lamps. Uh, the only lights come from pe- people's uh, porch lights. Hmm. Mine's always out. Yours is always out. <laughs> um. Right. So you head on home. Uh, just kind of try to figure things out tonight and turn yeah. in, or anything in particular you want to do, uh, accomplish. I think at the moment he's just kind of racking his brain a little bit. Um, Trying to think about what his next move should be. Yeah. Okay. All right, so that's how you're going to spend your night. Heather, uh, your night goes through after Lenny leaves. Uh, It starts to actually pick up a little bit in the bar. Uh, You get a little bit of a kind of a college crowd comes in. They're all like, uh, oh, yeah, hey, hey, uh, this looks like a cool place as they walk in, you know, a bunch of... Younger, younger people, like a crowd of them walks in. And they sit down, uh, and they're like, Hey, uh, can we get a couple beers, a couple shots over here? Yeah, sure. Uh, you guys got ID? And they kind of look at each other real quick, and they go, uh, No, uh, we uh, left it uh, at home. I gotta see it, or you can't stay. They kind of look downtrodden from that, and... Uh, they go, uh, okay, well, uh, come on, guys. We can find another place. And they leave. Uh, but that looks like that was going to be the only uh, business that you had that night. But instead, you played it. You played it the way you should. You played it by the book. Uh, if if yes. I may. If I may. College kid. Um, this, this would have been fairly new at the age of 21. Uh, they didn't... Oh. Uh, in, in 1982, or before 1982, it was 18. And uh, and then it was in 82, 3 and 4. Like, it progressed one year older every year. So basically, if you were born and you were, like, 18 and able to drink, it wasn't, like, automatically 21. Um, but there was no way to catch right. up, obviously. Oh, really? Yeah, so they did that in 82. So it would have been ah. fairly new that 21 is the uh, is the thing. I mean, it is probably, you know, it is a law now. Right, like but it would have been it would have been just that yeah, year that they would have been 21. Need, uh, 21 would have been the drinking age. That's yeah. pretty cool. More or less, yeah. My uncle actually told me that he was right on the cusp of that. So, like, as soon as he was just turning 18, they changed it oh, to 19. Be- oh. <laughs> to 19, they changed it to 20. Oh my I god! I never forgot about that one. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. Like three years history. So, Heather, uh, your night goes through. Not a whole lot of business after these college kids uh, come in and then subsequently leave. Uh, you still have your <laughs> three or four regulars there that don't tip that well. But your night goes through and uh, cash out. Anything else you want to do before you go home? No, but. I- I'm thinking that, like, since the incident with the dude, I just, I always just call a cab. Okay. On my way home since right. then. That makes sense. So I get a cab right. home. The cab, I mean, it only drives you a couple blocks or whatever, but uh, worth it for the safety. So get home. And uh, as you get home, uh, you see your roommate, Ginger, old Krusty Bottoms, on the couch. Uh, she's. Eating some leftover Chinese food out of straight out of the container, it looks like. And she's watching TV. Uh, right now, it's, it looks like it's a late night. It's like a rerun of The Honeymooners is on. And uh, she says, uh, oh, Heather, hey, uh, how's, how, how, how's the search for your aunt going? I don't know. It's kind of going nowhere. 
I talk to the detective. He says he doesn't know anything and he'll let me know when he finds out, but I don't know. I talked to some friends at work to see if they could find anything out. What are your friends going to find out that the cops can't? I don't know. Some of my friends know a lot of people. And? I don't think she's, I don't think she's dumb enough to be like, my friend might be in a mob. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, but she, she hears what you're saying and she kind of gives a little nod, a little wink to you. She goes, oh, I got you. And she gets up and, uh, you know, puts her Chinese food away. Uh, what's left of it. She goes, uh, she says to you, you know, I can't eat too much. You don't want to pack on the pounds. I'm not going to get any parts. But uh, I'm going to head in for the night, Heather. Go to my room and, uh, you know, just turn in. Uh, maybe I'll see you tomorrow. Maybe I won't. I got another audition tomorrow. And uh, she heads to her bedroom. All right. Good night, Ginger. And uh, do anything else tonight? What time is it? It's like three now? It's like three in the morning. Yeah. No, All probably right, turn not. In. We just... Probably just eat the rest of her Chinese food after she goes to sleep. Uh, you finished it. You just don't remember. Yeah. All right. So eat the food, go to bed, and we're going to start up on Thursday. Walter, what do you want to accomplish on Thursday? Um, I mean, as far as the 9 to 5 goes, I mean, he'll probably do his work thing like usual. Um, I don't know. I was thinking, you know, he's probably been kind of stressed out mm -hmm. this whole week, uh, not really having any answers, and everywhere he's looked in terms of doing research has kind of turned up uh, empty there. Um, I think there might be two things on his mind. Um, just because it might settle his nerves, I think uh, when he goes home tonight, he's going to take out his antique, ornate, pearl-handled Derringer and a gun cleaning kit. And he's going to make sure that it is in pristine condition to the best of his ability. All right. So you get home from the Joe Clock, you leave Joe Clock's bookshop around hmm, closing time, or do you leave earlier than closing time? No, he stays the whole shift. No need okay. to shirk his uh, We're going to say the bookshop closes around 8 o'clock at night. All right. So after 8 o'clock, uh, head on home. You live in South Philly, the bookshop's in Center City. So. Do you take public transit to work or do you drive? Um, probably not the best parking on Chestnut Street unless they Absolutely have private not. parking here. <laughs> uh, he would probably uh, might park somewhere else, but not near the store. So he might even walk through the city to some degree. <clears throat> How cold is it today? It's freezing. Still, yeah, that stinks. Uh, well... I think I'm going to do a short walk to uh, Little Pete's. I'll call ahead and order an Italian hokey. Okay. Eating out again. Uh, Pick that up and take it home. All right. Grab yourself a nice oily Italian hoagie. Mm -hmm. Which is what they used to call Tommy Slick, actually. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, <laughs> but he ain't around no more. Probably concludes my walking through the city. I'll probably look for a cab and uh, catch that to my neck of the woods. All right, hop a cab to your to South Philly to your house. By the time you get home, we're going to say it's about nine o'clock. Sure. Anything else you want to take care of? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, he kind of has mind to uh, ask um, Lenny about that picture at the bar and. Um, Stuff like that, but I'm not exactly sure how it approaches the situation. So, mm -hmm. I think he probably just try to lose himself in his thoughts and uh, polish that, or not polish, but you know, clean the uh, piece I mentioned. Okay. Try to take his mind off of the uh, 
bad things. So you take out your little pearl-handled derringer. He was hoping Millie was going to handle his derringer. Polish your piece. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> guess I walked into that one. So it's uh, got the pearl handle on it. It's got, like, the... Uh, does it have, like, the filigree artwork around, like, the barrel and... Uh, maybe not that much. I was thinking it would be more like the, the polished, like, mirror finish kind of thing. He carefully tries not to get fingerprints on the barrel and stuff like that. I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. So, but it is, it's, um, pretty decorative. Well, certainly the handle, you know, that might have, like, some gold inlay and, like, the leafy kind of, you know, patterns from yester century. (laughs) You polish your piece. And... Uh, that that really all you're taking care of tonight? Polish your piece, go to bed. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, that. Maybe watch some TV while I'm doing it. All right. Um, read a little bit before bed. All right. Get a couple. Get a couple uh, pages in of a book and start to kind of get a little sleepy. It's reading the articles. <laughs> You can only read about 10 minutes of it, and then he falls asleep. Dear Penthouse. <laughs> so, how does Lenny spend his Thursday? Thursday, Thursday. Well, um... Your day starts... I mean, you wake up and leave the house by, by 6 o'clock in the morning, usually. So you can be at work around 6.30. Well, today might be a little bit earlier. Okay. Uh-huh. What you doing? Um... Uh, maybe like half hour earlier. Not a okay. whole lot. Um, but I, uh, you know, go to work as usual, except, um, take over, take a look over at Walter's house. What time does he normally leave? Do I know? Or do I leave before him? You, you know that you leave before he does in the morning. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. All right, well, get in my truck and roll. Uh, you know, gotta let it run for a while. But, uh, I head on to work as usual. I assume there's, um, like a yellow page is there or something, right? At work? Um, uh, yeah, like Absolutely. a phone d- directory. Um, they have them everywhere. Uh, I'm going to look for that Ventucci Art Gallery, I believe it was. All right, so you find the number for Ventucci uh, out in Balakinwood. Uh-huh. I'm going to just jot that down and uh, I'm gonna be calling that somewhere along my route. Okay. All right. Um, and uh, start as usual, but head to a different location than my delivery i'm gonna see if i can pick up that that thing um down by the docks now okay um so you clock in your normal time and you instead of doing your delivery rounds i mean you get loaded up with the truck uh but instead Mm -hmm. of doing your delivery rounds you head down to the dock yeah okay i'll still do my brood later or ideally right but you think you'll have time to do both so you head down to the docks uh to warehouse 15 that one warehouse so you head down to warehouse 15 and uh it's all locked up um there was no guard there or uh i gotta be there hmm, dude they're pretty so early in the morning that. there's no guards around or anything um i'm gonna pull around back kind of is this anyone around or I don't see anyone. I'm going to turn my truck around. Um, park on the side, I guess. And have okay. a walk around. See if uh, see if I can get in here. Okay. So you walk around to the uh, front of the 
warehouse. It is locked. Um, Looking up at windows or jiggling handles or any well, of those, like uh, hatches or anything on the roof, ladders. There is a what appears to be a ladder that'll that leads down, but you're going to have to jump to reach it. And it leads up to one of the windows up there. Uh, jumping, huh? Um, well, I can give it a shot. You can give me a jump roll. Oh, I have a question. Did I get that hit point back? Yeah. Yeah, it's been nice. And two. Um, that is a six. Zero, zero, six. Nice. I swear to God. It's nice. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's going to be suck. almost an extreme pass. So, oh, you needed a hard one. Uh, um, so I got he, no points in the jump. So you need a hard pass, and uh, you managed to do it. Uh, leap up, grab the ladder, give it a good yank, and uh, it comes down with a ch -ch 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 clunk. Okay. Is it like one of those counterweighted uh, like fire escapes or something? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. I, uh, I guess I slide down, then climb back up. All right. You slide it down and uh, climb back up the ladder to the uh, window above. Uh, and you look in the window. Uh, it's a little dusty, so you kind of, you know, do that thing where you take your elbow and elbow, uh, yeah, no fingerprints. I I got driver's gloves on like all the time too. Okay, all right, good you need to know. This this line of work. So you dust off the window a little bit, and you see in, and you see that there's a catwalk that goes along the edge of the of the warehouse. Um, and inside the warehouse, there's a bunch of boxes and stuff, but there's one. Uh, that's kind of sitting in the middle of the room and it just kind of, I don't know, the, uh, the moonlight just catches it right and it seems to stick out more than the other boxes. Oh, I guess the sun hasn't up yet. Well, uh, that's better for me. Is this window open? The window is open. Uh, is there anything below it? Uh, if I climb through, what's, uh, what's there? Yeah, there's a, there's a catwalk that leads around the inside okay. of the window. Uh, right, and you can it looks like you can climb down from there. I'm going to slip on inside. Okay, go ahead and through the window. Uh, ladder down, you don't need to give me a climb roll or anything for that, it's just uh, since they, you have the ladder to assist you. Ladders are good, yeah, I, I know ladders. Yeah. Three-point contacts, safety. This has been a PSA from that Cthulhu job. <laughs> <laughs> ladders are good. <laughs> We're pro-ladder. Good. Very pro-ladder podcast. If you see a ladder... <laughs> Now you'll know. <laughs> so you head on down the ladder to the main floor. Uh, there are just a lot of crates around, uh, wooden crates. Uh, a lot of them are on pallet jacks, stacked on top of each other. But like I said, there's one that's kind of in the center of the room by itself. i go over to that one. Um, look for any uh, identification or any labels or anything on it. There's absolutely no labels on it or anything, but, I, but as you approach it, uh, give me a pal roll. Oh no. Oh no. This is not good. This is a low one. Ooh, not good. Really bad. It's 88. Ooh. Out of 30. Um, so you feel drawn to this box. Uh, you really want to know what's inside it. I really don't. No, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to get you manjied. <laughs> oh, Christ. Um,. That would be going against uh, what I should be doing, but I keep hearing about this statue. Mm -hmm. 
Does it look like it's nailed shut or? Oh, it's nailed shut. How big is it? It's about two feet square and about four feet high. Okay. How big is the statue? Well, I mean, am I completely compelled to open it or, or what's you're, going on? You feel oh. compelled to open it, but not like you're being forced to or anything, but you're curious about this box. Very curious about this box. Something about <laughs> it is almost pulling you in, it feels. Yeah. Um, if it's not like readily easy to open without any tools or anything, no, you I would think, need a crowbar uh, or something. I think I want to get out of here, honestly. Uh, just get it in my truck. Yeah, you've um, gotten kind bit, of a creepy feeling. It's a bit bigger than I thought it was, but um, I think I could squeeze it. Squeeze it in the back, shuffle it around a little bit. You put it on your truck? Yeah. Okay. Uh, if I can unlock the door from the inside or whatever. Uh, you can lock the door, unlock the door from the inside. Uh, it's got I some like big a, swinging barn doors on there. Like a pallet jack? Yeah. Uh, there's there's one sitting around, uh, manual pallet jack, not one of the electric ones. Um, you start to jack this thing up, and it's surprisingly light when you go to move it. Hmm. Like, okay. uh, it feels like not a whole lot's in there. Yeah. Um, why such a big, uh, I give it a little shake, just like a little one to see if anything rattles around. Uh, give me a listen roll. I listen good. No. 22 out of 45. That's just enough for a hard pass. All right. So you... It was a hard pass, you said? Oh, I'm sorry. That was mechanical repair. Listen. Uh, yeah, hard pass. Hard pass. Okay, great. So as you're moving this thing around, you hear something shifting in there, but it sounds like it's... Whatever's in this box is mostly uh, packaging. Like maybe straw yeah. or peanut or those, uh, you know, uh, styrofoam peanuts or something. Seems like this crate is mostly uh, packaging. Mm -hmm. All right, that makes sense for an art piece. Um, keep it safe. Probably worth some money. Um, hence why it was so important. Um, but yeah, I, I got to get a move on, and I want to be out of here before the sun comes up. So I uh, I try to shuffle this into into my uh, the contents in the back. And uh, try to lock the door behind me, I guess. Uh, should be no problem locking the door behind you. Uh, you load this crate onto your truck. Yeah. Okay. And I drive. Mean, uh, yeah. Drive off with it. Beep, beep. All right. Uh, that's pretty early in the morning. Uh, you get back to the. Well, you already you already loaded up with uh, your first round of deliveries for the day. Yeah, so I just get moving with uh, the regular deliveries. Uh, at some point, you know, maybe when I stop for a sandwich or something, I'm going to call the art gallery. All right, so we'll say around around 11 or so is you start feeling a little hungry. Maybe go grab yourself a sandwich. You take a little break around 11. Okay. Um, payphone around? Sure, yeah. Payphone next to the sandwich spot. Is there one with a booth? There is not one with a booth around unless you want to drive Damn. somewhere else. Uh, no, that's all right. Okay. Um, I'm going to call the art gallery all right. from the number I wrote down. All right. You call the art gallery. Uh, and there's an answer on the other end. Uh, uh, Ventucci, how can I help you? Yeah, I got a, got a delivery scheduled for tomorrow originally, but I got to move it up. You have to move so, up the delivery? 
Yeah, yeah, I was wondering if I could drop it off uh, later on today. Uh, was this a delivery for the auction tomorrow? Uh, yes, ma'am, sir. It's a, it's a, it's a guy on the phone. Yes, ma'am, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so the guy on the other end of the phone says to you, uh, well, we're not insured for it until tomorrow. Ooh, that's going to be a problem. Uh, the only other time I can drop it off would be uh, real, real early in the morning. I guess you could drop it off today. Um, well, around what time are you going to swing by? Uh, you know, your earliest convenience. We're open until 10 tonight. All right. Uh, give me a few hours. Uh, you know, anytime I'd say between like 3 and 6. So, so that should be fine. Uh, we'll be expecting you around uh, sometime between 3 and 6 uh, with the delivery. Uh, what what was your name? Uh, named Lenny. Lenny, Lenny Delivery Guy. Okay. What are you saying, Jack? Uh -uh. <laughs> Why would you give your real name? <laughs> you fucking yeah, I already did it. I'm just a delivery guy. I don't know I'm not. I'm not even in the mob. I'm a fucking bartender, and I'm like, don't give your real name. Plausible <laughs> deniability on this one. So. Uh, you go through the rest of your day, I guess, just delivering your stuff, but you have this nagging sensation uh, that you want to check out this box. Mm -hmm. In your truck, you have a crowbar. I do. Yeah, you know, it'll be safe at my house tonight. Let me just take it home. <laughs> um, the more I think about it, the more I feel like, uh, you know, moving up the, the, the drop-off. Okay. Um, so I might even get there uh, on time or early. Start heading out there because I think, you know, while I'm uh, while I'm delivering, I might as well crack it open, right? While you're delivering it? Yeah, right. I mean, like, uh, they might want it open. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. you do so. You crack this thing open. But I don't want to break it. No. Uh, but there's a there's a lot of straw inside, and uh, we'll so, say you dig through that straw. Oh, well, oh, I want to drop it off first. Oh, you want to drop it off first. I'm sorry. I thought you were going yeah, to... right. Check it out once we get to the gallery. When you get to the gallery. Okay. So, you arrive at the gallery uh, in Bal Kimwood, uh, the Ventucci Art Gallery, and there is a dock out back. All right. Back up to it. Okay, you back up to the dock. Uh, I'm going to say Break it's about 3 o'clock in the afternoon right now. Oh, look at that. So you wanted to Real get time. you wanted to get there between three three and six, and uh, mm -hmm. uh, you got there on the earlier side because you're trying to. When I uh, walk around to the back, crowbar in hand. All right. Climb up on the uh, on the uh, loading dock and bang on the back door as I uh, as I go to open the back. All right. So you go to bang on the back door, and a woman in a with large thick gold rim glasses uh and a uh dark hunter green pantsuit comes out and she says uh what do you think you are doing right now yeah i got this uh delivery for uh, what is this ventucci art gallery here she says we are not expecting any deliveries today you go around you take your delivery you go elsewhere with it I'm afraid uh, no can do this is uh, the only time i'm gonna be able to drop this off uh, i already took talked to somebody on the phone you did not talk to me on the phone. You might have talked to someone. They did not know what was going on. I'm walking to the back of my truck and opening the gate as she's yelling at me. And she's <laughs> go, she's traveling behind you saying, take your, take your 
delivery back. We are not expecting any deliveries until tomorrow. I put the crate on the little little hand truck. Uh-huh. Wheel it off. <laughs> All right. Uh, you wheel it off uh, as she's continuing to yell and berate you. And you just kind of, I guess, rolling your eyes and taking the fucking thing off. Um, if she doesn't make way or give me a way to bring it in, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna open it up right in front of her. All right, because I can't contain myself. I want to see it. All right, so you go to uh, start. You grab the crowbar, and she stops you for a second. And she goes. She pulls you in a little closer. She goes. You are one of Chucky's men, are you not? She whispers to you. I kind of give her a wink. I say, "Lady, look, I just have to drop this off." She says, "If you drop it off now, Chucky may not be very happy." You drop it off tomorrow when you are supposed to. Do you understand me? Look, lady, <laughs> if you want me to hang around and make sure nobody steals it at night or something, I guess I could, but uh, I got to move it now. She says to you, uh, yes, well, if you could guarantee a guard for it, perhaps uh, we could arrange this. Yeah, no, no reason to uh, involve Chucky. Says, um... He's got enough on his plate. Take care of everything. Says to you, uh... Yes, uh, this could be agreeable. And she allows you to wheel it off the dock and into the back room of the art gallery. Where okay. you see, uh... There's a couple paintings, like, leaning against the wall. Um, a couple other sculptures look like they're kind of... Not haphazardly piled together, but... There are some scrunched together pretty closely. Uh, there is enough space for you to wheel this crate in and place it down. I do so. I uh, remove the hand truck from beneath it. Okay. Uh, hand, hold the crowbar out toward her. Mm-hmm. See if she wants to open it. She she turns to you and says, um, "No, you go ahead. You open." All right. I kind of stand next to it. Um, does it look like the side panel comes off? I guess right. Or yeah, it looks like the side down? panel comes off. I guess I'll stand it up. I don't know. All right, so you stand it up, pry open uh, the side panel. It's kind of the side. yeah, Jimmy it, um, mm-hmm. and the side of it eventually kind of comes loose a little bit and then falls down, hits the floor with a thud. A lot of hay and straw falls out, and then you see the hey. corner. You see the corner of something kind of sticking out there. It's uh, metallic looking. It doesn't feel like anything metal. It's pretty light. Um, I kind of. Dig away some of the straw. You kind of dig away some of the straw, and you uh, give me a listen roll. I don't want to listen. Open your mind. I don't want to listen. Ooh, 46 out of 45. All right, up to you. But uh, you want to push the roll? You want to spend that luck point? I'm gonna skip this one. I don't know what it is. All right. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I just I just hear the rustling of the hay. It's so loud. Yeah. So much of it. But as you're rustling the hay, hay. you 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 brush up against uh, this metal thing, and it's (laughs) it itself uh, as you uncover it. It's about one foot by one foot uh, square, but it is uh, a weird looking statue. And um, tall is it? It's it's about a foot by a foot. Oh, so it's. It's just a really tiny thing in this long box. Yeah, but it's uh, okay. a lot of, lot of, uh, you know, yeah. packaging. And the statue itself, when you go to touch it, it moves very easily. The statue 
although metal, seems deceptively light. Hmm. And what does this statue look like? Oddly enough, it kind of looks like an elderly man's mouth that is open up and folding in on itself, almost as if he's trying to swallow his own head. You don't see that, uh, you don't see this shit every day, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of shit. The subject of the sculpture is a human head swallowing itself, but it's hard to describe as it has many strange curves and details that the eye just can't quite catch before being distracted by another horrible element of the work of art. Uh, you know, I just don't get it. <laughs> she, uh, she looks, the woman with you looks at it and goes, Isn't it beautiful? I look over at her. She's her admiration for this garbage is a little uh, more distracting, maybe. Well, uh, Lenny, you kind of want this statue for yourself. No, I. You have this strange draw to it that, even though it's not aesthetically pleasing, for some reason you want this statue. Yeah, but. Even with all I know about it, I feel like... I don't know uh, what you know about it. I know it's involved in some things, and Mm -hmm. uh, some other people want it, and the mob is wrapped up in it. I I don't want to get clapped. Is that bad? That doesn't sound good. (laughs) Lenny, uh, the curator of of the art gallery turns to you, and she says... Yes, I can see that you can see the beauty in it, too. It is terrifying in its beauty. I'll tell you what, uh, you know Chucky, so perhaps uh, if you would want a chance of owning the statue, you could come to the auction tomorrow? You know what? That's a good idea. And uh, yeah, you, I'm going to take you up on that offer. And uh, you kind of, you kind of, yeah, want to go to the auction, like anything to see the statue again. It's a good way to get it without uh, necessarily getting my hands dirty. Right. So yeah, what a good opportunity to have it for myself. <laughs> my pre- my precious. Uh, wait, wait, is something... this Lord of the Rings? There's no. always something new to look at. <laughs> it's just every facet of this is more horrible than the last. Yeah. I love it. I love it so much. I want it. <laughs> and so she invites you to the uh, auction tomorrow. Uh, she tells you that it is at three o'clock. That it begins at three o'clock, but this will be the last item up for bids. All right. Uh, that's good to know. Uh, I'll take you up on that offer. Thanks, there, ma'am. She says I. Uh, Yes, uh, it was it was nice meeting you, and uh, thank you for opening the statue for me. Uh, we will be able now to enjoy uh, bask in its presence, in its beauty, in its in its artisticness. I stare at it the whole time she's speaking. Yeah, see where tomorrow. <laughs> Back away slowly from the statue. Uh-huh. All right. So it's about three thirty, we'll say. About three thirty after after you get done with that. All right, Walter, what do you do on your Thursday? Well, uh, 
it's probably another work day for him. I think I'm going to have to look into uh, maybe getting my shift covered for a few hours tomorrow because I want to see this uh, uh, auction or whatever. So uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, what, what's the deal with the owners to this place? Uh, do they kind of just leave me in charge most days or uh, is it something? To... The owners are uh, Headley and Theodore. Okay. Um, is this the place where, like, I could just put up a sign saying, you know, sorry for the inconvenience, I'll be closed for a few hours, uh, you know, tomorrow kind of thing? Or do I have to check with them and see if they can cover the hours or what? Uh, you can get someone to cover your hours, no problem. Well, then I would definitely take some time to arrange all that so as not to leave the store shorthanded. So, your Thursday goes by just like any other Thursday, I guess, um... Not much happens throughout the day. No one gets in contact with you uh, regarding Millie, anyway. Regarding some fine old books, yes, but not regarding uh, Millie. Not fine old bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Millie. Poor Walter. I shouldn't speak ill of the dead. You secure yourself an open slot where someone can cover for you uh, for the auction tomorrow. And does Heather do anything on Thursday? <clears throat> I was wondering, have I seen the news where there's a auction? Uh, like, they only it mentioned on it the that one time. I don't think okay. you've seen it. Okay. Um, actually, you were off that day. So is it possible that I also saw the news? Mm, it is possible. So do you watch the news, Heather? Are you a news watcher? Yeah, sure. That's six o'clock, probably. Not anything morning time, but right. And you weren't you weren't at work at that time. It was uh, your boss that was uh, bartending. So I could say that yeah, you probably could have seen that and uh, know that there is going to be an auction on Friday. Okay, so um, I was thinking, can I call there and see if I could get tickets? Like she doesn't know how it works. She just okay. Call, like you know, looks it up in the. Yellow pages and calls okay. to see how she could, if she can get in. Okay. So you call up and uh, someone answers, uh, young voice of a young fella. Uh, Ventucci's, how can I help you? Hi, uh, my, my name is Heather and I was inquiring about the, uh, the auction tomorrow. I'm wondering, is it open to the public? He says to you, uh, anyone who, uh, we have, we have limited seating for it. Uh, however, uh, there has been a couple of people that were invited uh, that have dropped out. Uh, if you would like to show, if you're showing interest in the uh, auction tomorrow and you're a serious buyer, uh, we do have a slot open that you could take. Oh, I'd love that. I'm definitely interested in buying. Uh, he says to you, okay, what's Just the name that I, I can take down? Heather Snakehole. And she, he writes down, he says, you hear him say, Heather Snakehole. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he takes your name down. And he goes, uh, is there anything else I can help you out with, Miss Snakehole? No, that's wonderful. Thank you for all your help. All right. So you hang up with him. And... Uh, Thursday night, I'm going to say uh, you work Thursday for Thirsty Thursday. Uh, but everyone's thirsty 
every day at the <laughs> fireside tavern. <laughs> so you have uh, your you before you head to work. Is there anything you wanted to do? Uh, probably just the usual blow dry my hair. Gotcha. You know, put on your makeup, that kind of put thing. Put on my makeup, cake it on, get some blush going. Get cake, the it pla- pa- cake it on. Get the shoulder pads in, tease the hair. Fuck yeah. You know, the huge. Get a good old, like a sweatshirt, but that's cup, cut right in the middle so you can see like my belly button. Nice. Uh, nice. Half a can Absolutely. of Aquanet in the hair. Goddamn right. <laughs> Look out. Those bangs won't ever break. <laughs> Look out, she's a fire hazard. <laughs> so Heather, your night at work uh, seems like a pretty typical night. Uh, the customers tip a little better than usual, uh, but we're going to get into Friday. Unless anyone else has anything else they want to do Thursday. Yes, actually, I think after my shift, I might return to the Fireside Tavern or yeah, what is it, Fireside Tavern? Okay. You go back to the Fireside Tavern around eight o'clock, which is about two. It might take him a little longer to get there if you if the store closes at eight. The, yeah, that's right. The store there. closes at eight. I'm sorry. So you are gonna say you get down to the Fireside Tavern around eight thirty. Mine's been racing all damn week. He has like no ideas of who else he can talk to about all this crap that's going on in his head. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, old Sal seemed kind of sympathetic enough and uh that picture of lenny and uh the uh niece or well he doesn't really know it's yeah. the, the full of relationship but he knows that heather is somehow tied into millie and everything that's going on yeah so uh i mean aside from sitting at home being bored and reading books like a nerd i think that's uh, the only thing that he can really think of okay, so you head to the fireside tavern but this time behind the bar is not sal uh, this time behind the bar, you recognize uh, the girl from Millie's house, uh, crime scene. Uh, Heather is standing behind the bar. Let's see. Kind of, uh, I guess maybe nods a little bit, but not like in a super obvious way. But uh, Grab yourself a seat at the bar. He does. Oh, she's winding up for her punches. Comes that uppercut. <laughs> Right to the moon. <laughs> Heather, what do you do when you see this guy that you recognize uh, as the last person to s- talk to your aunt? Am I working with anyone else? You like are the it... only one there. Okay. Okay, so I kind of quickly walk up to him mm-hmm. and say, are you fucking stalking me or something? What, are you stalking my whole family? Oh, boy. He says, uh, it's, it's, it's nothing like that, uh, I assure you. Uh, kind of, you know, takes a step back and, you know, uh... You're next. Just, <laughs> he says, uh, you know, I've just, uh, had a real rough week and, uh, you know, I, I'm having trouble putting the pieces together and honestly, I could just use a drink or two. So you live in Philadelphia and you've never been here and I've never seen you before, but you're in here tonight. After you're the last person to see my aunt. Uh, listen, I keep trying to tell you, I, I had nothing with nothing to do with your aunt's disappearance, and uh, I'm, I'm pretty worried myself. I mean, it's been the better part of a week now. Have, have you heard anything, or uh, uh, you know, I mean, has she been in contact with you? Uh, 
I tried calling and I talked to the detective again, but uh, he looks pretty distressed, uh, genuinely. He's like, honestly, uh, just, I just I don't quite know uh, where else to turn. You feeling bad for this guy at any point there, Heather? A little bit, a little bit. He's looking a little like sad, sad. A little pathetic. Yeah, a little pathetic, a little sad, sappy. Like a little, he's he got a bit it. of a pop pop vibe now. Okay. <laughs> so, so, all right. No, I don't know anything. Uh, I talked to him, these Philly cops. I don't know. They're a bunch of jerks. They don't know nothing. Just, what do you want? What are you drinking? Uh, he says, uh, I'll have a course. And uh, one of those tall mugs you got. All right. She just gives it to him and then, like, trickles off like she's she feels a little bad for him and a little bit bad that she's mm. like a bitch but she doesn't want to really she's still not 100 percent about this guy. yeah yeah all right so she just kind of she kind of brushes you off a little bit uh after that walter uh do you try to warm up to her or anything or just having a drink well i mean uh, he's not gonna be too um uh, you know, full head of steam about it. I mean, he probably does need a moment to, you know, drink a little bit and kind of collect his thoughts. Uh, you know, I, I guess every uh, kind of thread he's pulled has uh, not really unraveled anything, just led to more threads. So uh, he takes a big gulp or two of his beer and uh, lets out a long sigh. Uh, what's the, the clientele looking like in here? How many, how many people are in this place? Uh, there's five people in there tonight. On this thirsty Thursday, three of them look like they've been there for a long time. Uh, come eight thirty, uh, but a couple of them look a little more fresh faced. The the remaining two. Okay. Uh, anybody playing music or yeah, some TV on? What's uh, what's the? Oh uh, yeah, the music's playing, but it's uh, like old country western kind of stuff. TVs are on right now. I think Alf is playing. Nice. <laughs> they might actually uh, try to listen in on some of that. <gasps> I'm eating cats. <laughs> I forgot that's what Elf sounded like until just now. Which would probably be good, honestly. A little bit of levity. Mm. Uh, he's probably been well. I mean, he does like a science fiction books, but I mean, you know, you can only get so much from books, right? Yeah, there. something, something a little humorous. Yeah, you need a little comedy in your life. Right. So we might lighten up a little bit with that. Probably looking to have a few beers, but, uh, you know, I'll try to pace himself. All right, do you, do you guys uh, interact again in any sort of way? Or are you just kind of trying to kind of keep away from each other? Um, no, I mean, he probably would eventually uh, try to have words with her again. Um, uh, well, I guess, um, hold on one second there. Walter, Lenny, after you get done your shift, do you go to the Fireside Tavern? Uh, when I head back to the uh, warehouse, whatever, uh, dispatch or something, um, is um, Chucky normally there or no? Not usually, no. Uh, does he have like an office somewhere? Or? Skinny Joey has an office. Ugh. Yeah, nah. <laughs> nah, that's okay. Um, all right, um... I'm gonna well, as per usual, I head home first. Okay. And park. Shower up um, real quick. Uh huh. And I uh I look over to my neighbor's house. His car's not there. He's not around. All right. 
Um, right tungsten lamp is still on outside his house, yeah. though. So, I mean, I know that he's not necessarily involved. I know that he was kind of loosely somewhere involved. Um, mm-hmm. But I know the real story, so, I mean, I really don't have to get any info out of him or check his house for anything. But um, this time I was actually hoping he was there, honestly. Um, so, uh, I suppose uh, shower up. Take a look and see if his car is there before walking to the bar. All right. If he uh, doesn't come home first. All right. Uh, he doesn't. I don't know. How long does does uh, Walter stay there? Uh, probably. You know, two three hours at least. Uh, I mean, he really doesn't have too much to do aside from you know reading. Okay, so you're going to be there till stuff. about ten thirty then. Mm, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Easily. All right. So I'm going to say at least ten thirty. You're there till. Now, Lenny, you did see that, you know, uh, Walter's car is not there. Uh, you're all showered up and uh, you're free to do whatever you want tonight. Uh, we're going to say for you, uh, it's about 8 o'clock when you're all done eating, showering, and all that stuff. Um, all right. I um, bring some coffees. Mm-hmm. Get extra coffee for the bartender. For Heather? All right. So, Heather, a little bit after Walter shows up and you have that kind of awkward interaction with him, uh, your buddy Lenny comes in with a couple coffees. One of them's for you. Walk up to him. Hey, Lenny. And make, like, a quick, like, squirrely eye towards, like... Towards Walter? <laughs> look, yeah, like, look who's here. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Is look he who's anywhere near, near where I usually like to sit? Uh, he's actually sitting in your usual seat. Oh, damn. <laughs> right at the corner. This fucking guy. Uh, so I lean over the bar, kind of toward her. I'm eyeing him up. I say, so uh, he giving you a hard time? What's going on here? He's starting to uh, stalk you here? He's snooping too much? What's, what's happening? That's the same thing I said. I asked him the same thing, but he's kind of a pathetic loser, so I'm starting to feel a little bad. I mean, he's giving me this sob story. He's all upset. I don't know. Hey, he's always giving me faces through his window, folding his arms at me. <laughs> Looks like the type. Now, uh, did you did you pick up on that, that he is always looking at him through his window there, Heather? Oh, yes. Uh, what do you mean he's always looking at you through his window? This guy lives next door. I told you I knew where he lived. Well, he lives uh, not next door, right? A couple houses down? Yeah, a couple. He's he's one of your neighbors, but it's it's uh down just down the block from you. Yeah, he lives uh he lives down the street from me. So what's he do? Like, what's his deal? He's just staring in windows. Is that what his thing is? Just creeping around? He don't like that I park my truck on the little street. So uh, you know, he's just kind of always angry with me. Honestly, I think he's just a, a lonely, bored old man. Uh, <laughs> I don't think uh, nothing at his house stood out. I don't think he's got anybody uh, locked up in there. But well, anywho, uh, give me my no- usual. Put it next to him, and I start walking down. Uh, start walking down toward my neighbor there. Okay, Walter. Actually, so walk over down towards Walter, and uh, Walter, you look up from the bar, and you happen to catch eyes with your neighbor who's approaching you. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Lenny. So what are you doing here? Zubs. Uh, having a drink. And he raises his cores. 
Just need a new spot. Uh, huh? Give the uh, the grieving niece uh, a hard time there. Just, no, nothing, nothing like that at all. Uh, I, I kind of thought it was me that was having the hard time. It's been one hell of a week. I uh, saw your picture up there. I guess this is a, a bar you uh, frequent. I told them to take that down, but uh, <laughs> yes, uh, I'm in here from time to time. Yeah, if you have to know. Let's sit down next to him. All right. Says, well, uh, here's to you. Hopefully, you're having a better week than me. Takes a few big glugs. It'd be better if you weren't in my spot, but uh, maybe just this once. <laughs> he looks down at the uh, the seat. I raise my uh, my shot glass. I say, uh, I look over at Heather. I say, uh, Did you get yourself one? Do you pour shots for all three of you? Uh, no, I gotta wake up early tomorrow for an auction. Is it early? Is it in the day? No, it's in the afternoon, but uh, I guess it's kind of early for you. Yeah. So I say, I'm going to uh, stand this one out. I got to go into an auction in the morning. Oh, yeah? At Ventucci? Yeah. Yeah, I heard about that, too. Out loud. Yeah, I did hear about that. Uh, I was going to talk to you about it, Heather, but maybe, uh, maybe later. I kind of side-eye Walter. Yeah, yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk later. Says, uh, you know, uh, I've been following up on that uh, that whole business with your with with Millie there, and uh, you know everything that I found led me to Ventucci as well. Apparently, the lady uh, has a piece of artwork by the artist who made the statue Millie inherited. Take a sip of my beer, but I put it down real heavy. So, yeah, uh, just how were you uh, invested in this anyway? Uh, Walter. Well, originally, uh, Millie had come to me to see if the statue was worth anything, and uh, my search led me to the uh, the gallery everybody seems to know about. Uh, but, uh, I don't know, I got a weird vibe about the place, and everything that I've, well, the little I've uncovered about this artist kind of makes me think that uh, this, this piece is a bit more rare. I don't know. I just uh, haven't really found any any real answers and uh found a lot more questions uh, you never know you know these uh these artists they just pop up every once in a while and uh, you know somebody already has a, a couple uh they're probably just uh, it's probably a completely different uh statue <laughs> uh well yeah hopefully but uh since we're on the subject there uh heather what uh what are your thoughts? I mean, if uh, they unveil some sort of statue that matches the description uh, Millie gave me, uh, you know, I, I talked to the cops earlier, and uh, that detective, he uh, he didn't seem especially helpful. I mean, I, I told him, well, yeah, I shouldn't say that. It was, it was all perhaps coincidental, but yeah, I, I guess depending on how this, uh, this auction pans out tomorrow, uh, well, I'm running out of threads to pull, you see. And he kind of leaves it at that and takes another sip or two from his beer. So, uh, so you're kind of just uh, curious? Is that what you're telling me? You're, uh, I mean, obviously, you're not going to get much payment at this point. Well, hold on just a minute there. I'd like to believe that Millie's somewhere safe. And, you know, it's not even about the job, but, uh, geez, have a little heart, pal. 
you kind of nudges it. you. Like, you're right in front of Heather here. You, you <laughs> might want to sugarcoat it a little bit. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm a little riled up lately. Um, honestly, I still don't understand uh, your connection with all this other than uh, just professional curiosity. So well, uh, uh, you'll have to pardon me then. No, no offense given. Uh, Millie and I talked many times over the years. Uh, she, come, well, she fairly regularly comes into the bookstore for different reasons. Uh, never really art related, but you never said she was a friend of yours. Now, uh, you know, you should have opened up with that. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, Millie and I both like books a lot. <laughs> He adjusts his glasses, you know, the old index finger to the. Uh, the I like it. I mean, it, it it contributes to Walter's like awkwardness that he didn't open with that. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but it eased the tension a little bit earlier. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Says, oh. Uh, so yeah. It makes a little bit of sense now. Thank you uh, for clarifying. <laughs> Scratches his temple a little bit. He's like, yeah, I, I suppose I could have lived with that. I'm sorry. Uh, and once again, uh, sorry, Heather. I uh, I got carried away. It's been a long week for me to, uh, you know, get us all another one. And I put down a whopping fifty. Damn! Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Even Walter uh, sits Shit. up straight at that. Is like, ooh, got that OT money. That's right. That's right. Heather, real quick, give me an intelligence roll. Yeah, fuck this. I made my intelligence super high. Big butts, Lenny over here. Big butts. Okay, so it's sixty. Okay. And my intelligence is eighty-five. All right, so that's a pass. So, Heather, uh, you're used to seeing Lenny come in fairly often with Tommy Slick. Uh, you haven't seen him for a couple days now. Maybe you might want to ask Lenny where Tommy Slick has been. Okay. It's up to you, though. <laughs> So, I do. So, Lenny, uh, let's change the subject. I don't want to talk about this statue or Millie anymore. I, I, can't, I can't get it out of my head anyway. Uh, how's uh, Mr. Slick been? I haven't seen him in here with you lately. Yeah, um, he hasn't been around lately. What do you mean he hasn't been around? I thought you guys were buds. Well, I mean, you, uh, you heard he got that, that big job with that phone call last week. Oh, that's a long, that's a long job. What's he out of, overseas? I think it's just a long road trip, maybe. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's not uh, uncommon once in a while, you know, you get a, you get an offer for a real big job, and uh, he didn't have a lot of, you know, a lot to tie him down here, so he, he had the opportunity to go, uh, I suppose, for All a right. longer, longer route, we'll say. Walter hiccups loudly suddenly. <laughs> Excuse me. I, I guess I don't drink that often. <clears throat> Excuse me a sec. He sets his uh, mug down and heads to the bathroom. He's not going to puke, is he? He's going to puke. He's totally going to puke. While Walter's at the bathroom, do you guys uh, discuss anything real quick behind his back? I say, um... I did a little digging uh, that Walter guy. I don't. I don't think he's got much to do with it at all, honestly. Um, I don't know if we should uh, necessarily discuss it now, in case he works out or whatever. But uh, uh, I only know a little bit. 
so far. But uh, I know someone hired someone to steal it. I don't know who that is yet. I'll see. But uh, yeah, it looks like uh, looks like something was going on with this statue. Is there is is there a way that we could you could find out who delivered it to this auction? Maybe they're the ones that sold it. Like, I feel as out. I've been asking around, so, uh, you know, I don't know too much yet, like I said, and I don't know who hired anybody or whatever, but, uh, yeah, I suppose I could look All into right. it. Um, <laughs> oh. I'm gonna, uh, in fact, I'm gonna go down there tonight after, uh, uh I should probably go fairly soon, but, uh, if you want me to hang around, that's fine. I'm, no, I'm go, go ahead. Down there, watch the building. No, go ahead. uh, Take care of it. All right. Yeah. All right. So uh, Lenny leaves. Uh, Walter, you come back from the bathroom. Um, You see that. You see that your neighbor is gone. Heather's still there though, behind the bar, of course. Uh, But do you uh, do you just kind of finish up your drink and go home, or you sticking around doing anything else? I think uh, he's probably had his fill, and uh, you know, honestly, just. Talking to somebody about uh, everything that's going on this week a little bit was probably helpful enough. And, uh, you know, after another beer, uh, he'd probably nurse it a little bit just to kind of get himself in driving condition again. Okay. All right, so uh, you finish up, head on home. Heather, uh, I'm going to say that you uh, your night is pretty uneventful from there on out. All right, so let's get to Lenny's uh, guard duty at the... Wait, actually, wait, wait, wait. I just wanted to, to state before I left the bar, I totally dropped down four ones, because you know I mean. You got oh, okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was wondering, can do I say can I say bye to Walter, like, or am I just like, fuck you? It's up to know. you. How do you how do you do it no. when he leaves? He he drops four ones know. on the bar. Oh no, he's. This is uh, thanks you. Yeah, is, uh... I think I say bye. Okay, at least I mean I kind of feel. I think I'm turning because Lenny's like, oh, like I trust Lenny, and he's saying that he he's doesn't a, have not involved. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool. I'm I never sure. Said I wasn't uh, involved. No, no, you that Walter, Walter wasn't involved. Oh yeah. yeah not yeah. you, you fucking slime ball. Fucking. I mean, thanks for the coffee, I though. Had, <laughs> I had nothing to do with it. So. <laughs> Lenny, you get to the uh, Vintucci Art Gallery. Uh, it's pretty late. Uh, the, you see someone is locking the front door right now. Is it the um, the big shoulders? Lady? No, it's a uh, younger guy. Okay. Well, um, now is the building or is the yeah? Is it on a corner or what is the layout around this uh, art gallery like? Um, it's on. A one of those like one of those streets that has a lot of shops on it. It's uh, got a two lane uh, two lane street going, but one lane going each way, and it's along a line of uh, other shops at a corner with a like a little lawn in front of it. So it is on the corner. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so then the loading dock, I guess, would be around back, but easily visible from across one of the streets. Oh, yeah. Right? You'd be able to see kind of the front and the yep. back at the same time. Then I would try to pull over and park right around okay, there. Okay, so you pull over. If there's no parking, I'm just going to double park and throw on my hazards for a while. You can you can park at the dock, actually. 
I don't want to be right up. Okay. All right. So park up. Just kind of find parking on the streets. The, shut the cab down. Yeah. All right. Somewhere where I can see. And just hang out. So you just hang out out front of the gallery. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, more or less. Um, cab. The truck's off, so not not too conspicuous. Okay. All right. So. Uh, you just kind of hang out there. You just keep your eyes peeled all night. Um, not necessarily. I mean, I would get some sleep or whatever. But I figure if anybody was trying to break in or anything, I would probably hear it or notice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So sleeping in my cab, so it can't be too comfortable. But it happens. All right. So that night, I, I got a nice one. It's got the bed in the back. That night, there, Lenny, you have yourself a little dream. And in your dream. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Something's happening. In your dream, you see uh, 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 the back of Tommy Slick's head. It's in a uh, ponytail bow tie. And he turns around and faces you and says, Lenny, you don't know what you're getting into. His head then falls off his body and rolls towards you. It looks up at you, gives a wide-eyed stare, opens its mouth, and starts to consume itself. And you wake up. (laughs) Oh. <clears throat> oh, so that's how it's done. <laughs> <laughs> um, I kind of rub my temples and wipe my eyes and say that was a weird one. <laughs> it is, uh, the sun's just starting to peak up actually right now. Kind of give it a stretch, look around the street. All right, uh, street's uh, pretty pretty dead actually right now. See a couple cars coming, coming and going, but no one's really stopping. Gonna take a towel and some mouthwash and freshen up a little it's bit. Not, Maybe, it's not. Uh, it's not out of the question for you to do that on any given day. Yeah. Have, have a little backup toothbrush in your in your in the cab of your truck. Yeah, man. This is. Yeah, I could live out of this mm-hmm. thing. Um, <laughs> I uh, maybe take a walk around, look for nearby. Uh, I don't know. Convenience stores that might be open. Okay. Coffee, breakfast, Sammy, something like uh, that. There's a Wawa uh, about a block or two away. Let's go there. Can you head into Wawa, grab yourself some coffee, a little uh, breakfast, Sammy. Sound good. Uh, or a donut or something you know, to, to eat. And then uh, what are you doing for till the auction starts there? Otherwise, I'd probably just head home. Um, well, Let's sit around for a little bit longer, drink the coffee, wake up a bit, make sure nothing happens till the sun's like up-ish. Okay, know? sun. Um, does it look like uh, anything happened at the gallery across the street while I was? Doesn't out? look like it. Looks like everything's pretty safe. All right, I'll wait around a little bit longer. All right. Um, How long do you wait till? Uh, I want to be. I guess the morning traffic, maybe, so probably leave around 7. Leave around 7, maybe. okay. Uh, and you beat the morning traffic, get home pretty easily. Uh, we're going to say you get home uh, that early. We'll say you get home at 8. Um, probably take a nap. All right. You know you don't have any work to do today. You just had that one delivery scheduled for 3 in the afternoon, which you've already uh, accomplished. Improvised upon. All right. What's uh, Walter doing that day? Uh, I mean, he'd probably get some time, and he'd probably do, like, you know, maybe the first 
hour and a half or two of uh, you know business at the bookstore. Okay, get a couple hours in at work. He's got his. Uh, he might have dressed a little nicer today, knowing that the uh, the auction was coming up. All right, so good. He didn't want to look like his regular bookstore nerd self. He wanted to look like, like a fancy nerd. dapper bookstore nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I guess around like two o'clock, uh, yeah, he probably would have driven in today just so, so that his he car could probably is parked somewhere yeah. nearby. Yeah. Stuffed a bunch of quarters in the meter or All something. Right. Going to drive on up to main line. Uh, Heather, you're going to the auction too, aren't you? Yes. Are you doing anything else before it? No, but I set like my alarm just like super early, like not. 9 a.m. Oh, okay. One of those like one of those like clock radio ones that goes like. Eh, eh, eh. Okay. Why do you set your alarm so early? Because I want to look like a rich person. Oh, okay. So you're and I f- dressing up fancy. I f- and I feel like makeover montage. Uh, yeah, exactly. Cue like some Cindy Lauper. 80, 80s music. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't really even know what like rich fancy people look like, so it's a little bit gaudy. Like what I think. It is like. Let's see how bad it is. Give a credit <laughs> nice. rating roll. Okay. That's both of the dice, right? <laughs> That's both the dice. Yep. Yep. Oh, God. You want to get below 10, I think. 57. Yeah, you look. Um, <laughs> you think you look okay, but. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. She thinks she's pulling it off. Like, yeah. they'll never know I that I'm broke. Got Very this. gaudy looking, though. <laughs> Yeah, I'm thinking those poofy sleeves. Poofy sleeves, a lot, lot of like big costume jewelry kind of shit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, real fancy. If only you had some. A lot, lot, a lot, a lot of like the like cheap like knockoff of whatever the super yellow you know, gold like that kind of shit. Yeah, <laughs> like Elizabeth Taylor's like white diamonds Ooh, nice. or something. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, and. Uh, what are, are you heading to the auction too, Lenny? Or are you staying home for that? Oh, I'm going. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. You want you feel oddly drawn to the statue. This is uh, my chance to He's get about it to on. Bid the, his whole life savings on it. I hope not. Right. So you get to the auction house. All of you get there by three o'clock. You see that there are twenty seats set up. Uh, most of them are filled by people. I don't go in right away. I wait until after it starts and uh, go to take a seat in the back. Okay. All right. So you head on into the auction uh, a little bit after it starts. Heather, you see Walter there at the auction when you walk in. Do I get like one of those numbered placards? Indeed you do. You get one of them. Mm. Heather, you get one as well. Um, Do you guys sit near each other or just kind of... I mean, I give her a wave if she looks approachable. I mean, okay. I probably make. Heather, you see that fucking nerd again? At least. I give him a wave back because I'm still like, you know, Lenny said he's not that bad, and he's kind of, like I said, a little bit of a sad sap. Gotcha. Maybe, maybe missed his only chance to be on a date. I'm kind of like buying his story now. <laughs> so, Lenny, then you walk it. in and you see the person at the front desk uh, says, "Oh, you're the." Uh, you're the delivery driver, right? Yeah, that's right. Says, uh, okay, so um, the uh, curator told me to let you in. Uh, here's a placard if you want to bid on anything. I do. Thank you. So 
you guys go into the auction house, uh, the oh, the auction section, and uh, they start rolling out a couple pieces, uh, some paintings and such. Is there any chance I can I can sit somewhere where they might not see me? Absolutely, right you can sit uh, a little bit uh, towards the back of the seating area. Uh, we're going to say that they're a little closer to the front, so they can get a better view of the piece when it comes out. Yes, it's toward the back, definitely. For now. While you guys are there, you see that there is a, a well-recognized uh, fellow there, a wealthy socialite, Gordon Riles. And Gordon Riles turns to the crowd of the people that are around, and he turns back and says, Hey, listen, just to let you guys know, I'm going to be walking away with the Jakanovich today. Don't even bother bidding. I'm going to outbid you. I get what I want when I want it. And some of the other people there who are all kind of uh, fancy looking, except for maybe Heather. And uh, <laughs> Heather looks like she's trying too hard. And uh, Lenny is uh, also kind of a uh, blue collary looking. But everyone else looks like uh, fairly wealthy, uh, well-to-do. Uh, also in there, you see uh, two people uh, wearing those big, tall Russian hats. Oh, yeah, like the snow caps. That are yeah, all yeah. There's two of them sit, sitting next to each other. They're wearing two of those because it's so cold out. It's still a little cold in here. And, in fact, you actually hear the wind howling outside as they're bringing more artworks up and people are bidding. Bids are going up and down. Still haven't seen any statues, mostly paintings. But you do hear the wind whipping up behind you as you turn around you can see the front of the gallery is mostly glass so that you know people walking by can see in and see the artwork but if you look out the window right now you'll see that the snow is uh whipping around really quick uh, there wasn't anything about snow in the forecast today however but you can't always trust the weatherman never the auction continues uh people bid on some more artworks and everything the wind starts picking up more though you can hear that in the background over the voices of the uh, people bidding. Uh, the auctioneer actually has to speak up a little bit. The wind starts to sound like an odd howl. Everyone there, uh, all three of you, give me a sanity roll. Oh, oh man. Is that both dice? Both dice. The, the right. howl is almost maddening. Just shows poor planning on my part. Ooh. I'm like, I'll survive without. Oh, fuck. Okay, did everyone lose? Well, <clears throat> Walter seems unsettled. I am nine points away, and I, I think I'm going to spend that luck. Okay. That's a lot. Nine points of luck. But, uh, All right, did, did Walter done. pass? No, I'm, well, I can. I'm 12 points away. You can spend your Walter luck if you Walter did pass, yeah. Or you can lose a sanity point. Oh, you just lose one? Well, in this case, you're going to lose just one. I don't want to see what it's like to go a little bit nuts. All right. Um, I'm, I'm going to lose a point. All right. So you lose one point. Of, check off one point of sanity there. Heather, you start to get really unnerved by the wind outside and uh, you start to cover your ears and uh, kind of look around the room and make sure that no one else is, is uh, if, if anyone else is hearing this windiness or anything. And as you look around, you see Lenny in the mm -hmm. back there and uh, meet eyes with him. And just as you do, Give her a tip just as you do, the uh, auctioneer says, okay, so now for the piece de resistance of the night, a previously unknown Jakanovich. And they wheel out 
Walter looks to Heather. Let's sit up a little. <laughs> Walter look, and uh, they wheel out a strange-looking metal sculpture, uh, a statue. Uh, looks like a, the head of an older man trying to swallow itself. <laughs> oh, his eyes narrow. And he kind of like he kind of like uh, grips like your forearm a little bit, like just beyond the wrist, like Heather. Uh, okay. The the wind continues to pick up in the background. Uh, the howling gets louder and louder, almost deafening. And then all of a sudden you hear a shattering of glass from the front windows. And that's where we're going to end the episode. What? <laughs> Come on! All right. So that's where we're going to end episode uh, four. And uh, everybody, till next time, remember, sanity is overrated. Hey, this is George. Just a quick reminder to like, follow, and review us if you like what you're hearing. You can email us at contact at thatcthulujohn.com with any comments. And you can follow us on Instagram at thatcthulujohn.